Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, and this is the second week of the Easter season. Easter is not just a single festival, but a 40-day season with the risen Lord that leads us to Jesus' ascension, and then on to the festival of Pentecost and the gift of the Holy Spirit. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, one God who gives us life, salvation, and resurrection. Alleluia. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding Word of God. A reading from Luke chapter 24. This morning we read verses 25 to 27. Then Jesus said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets had declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things, and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, Jesus interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. There are times when we let our assumptions or our presumptions about what God should do get in the way of seeing what God has intended all along. It seems like Cleopas and his friend had hoped that Jesus would redeem Israel and restore it restore it to its former glory. When Jesus was crucified, that hope came to an end. They had a particular outcome in mind. For them, if Jesus was the Messiah, then he would bring about the outcome that they had hoped for. If he failed to deliver, then there was no reason to believe in him or follow him, even if they thought he was a pretty great guy, or even if they were angry at the injustice of it all or even if they loved what he said and were amazed by what he did. It seems like for Cleopas and his friends, however, that Jesus had failed to actually fulfill their hopes and their dreams and their expectations. And so they walk away. The person that has now come to walk with Cleopas and his friend as they walk away from it all is the risen Jesus. But they don't know that yet. 
And this risen Jesus, this person walking with them as they hears the story and how they see it, strongly disagrees with the way that they are reading the situation. What they had witnessed was exactly what they had hoped for, the redemption of Israel. And in fact, through Israel, the redemption of the whole world, just as God had promised to Abraham. What they had witnessed, the mysterious traveler insists, is exactly what God had always intended, what the prophets proclaimed would happen, what Jesus himself said would happen, including Jesus' own resurrection. So what the woman had heard, that Jesus was alive, was true. And it is the resurrection that is the outcome that they should have been looking for all along. In love, Jesus has found Cleopas and his friend as they walked away in sadness and disappointment. And in love, now Jesus opens the scripture for them so that they can hear God's word and promise for them. And in love, along the way, Jesus challenges their misplaced assumptions and their mistaken presumptions so that they can now come to believe and trust and love Jesus for who Jesus is, and for what Jesus has actually done for them. So what assumptions do we have about the way things should be that keep us from seeing what God is actually doing in our lives? The good news of Jesus' death and resurrection challenges us to let go of everything so that we can, with empty hands, receive what God has actually done for us. In a way, that is the joy of worship. In worship, we set aside everything else so that we can hear and receive and believe this good news for us. And then we respond with praise and thanksgiving, with full hands, full hearts, and open eyes. In Christ Jesus, all roads lead us back to worship. All roads lead us back into the fellowship with God, with our fellow disciples, and with our neighbor. That's why Jesus has chased them down on this road, to turn them around and bring them back. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called prophet of the Most High, For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into a way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation. 
for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, for those who live in neighborhoods plagued by violence, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, for the sick and for the grieving, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Ever-living God, author of creation, we give you thanks for your gift of water that brings life and refreshes the earth. We bless and praise you, for by water and the word we are cleansed from sin and receive everlasting life. Join us again this day to the saving death of Christ. Renew in us the living fountain of your grace and raise us with Christ Jesus to live in newness of life. For you are merciful and you love your whole creation. With all of your creatures we give you glory. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, who gives us new birth by water in the Holy Spirit and forgives us all of our sins, strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs> 